0: live from state street in the heart of chicago you are listening to the new home of the chicago bears espn chicago and this is waddle and Silver, wmbp wshe hd2 chicago a good karma brands radio station
1: here's kansas city from the 19
0: throwing at the goal line and it's caught by kelsey for the touchdown
1: on the pocket that's away from Chennault, who's trying to get after him for a second time, but the ball is thrown to the end
2: zone, and it's caught! Flowers with the touchdown! The Ravens strike right back from 30 yards out! Second and
1: goal. It's back to Pacheco. Pacheco
2: drives across
1: for the Chiefs' touchdown! Second and five. Ball batted up into the air, and caught by Jackson! He caught his own pass! Jackson. The flowers, he dies, the ball came out, it's recovered by Kansas City. Second and ten, to the end zone again, and it is intercepted. He gets the protection, he goes long and on his back to ice it. Yep, he's heading back to
3: the Super Bowl for the fourth time in five years. Five years. Oh. Another fake, come on Jameson
2: Williams, a speedster, has a block, Williams cuts up, 25, 20, still on his feet, Jameson Williams scores! Montgomery on second and goal. Surging his way
4: forward. He's in.
2: Touchdown, Detroit. Caffrey, second and goal.
4: Up
3: and in. Touchdown, San Francisco. Now it's Gibbs trying to get to the edge. Gets a block on the corner. Makes a man miss. Gibbs hits up the 5. Touchdown, Detroit. So it's 24-7. Here's Birdie. Looking. Firing in. Go. Caught. Ayuk. Touchdown. Caffrey's going to get it. San Francisco, this is the game, got pumped, fires, end zone, it is called for the touchdown, what a grab by Williams to keep this game alive, and there it is, the 49ers are
1: going to the Super Bowl.
2: There you go, both games for championship weekend, the last one from Fox, the first set of highlights from CBS. Your Super Bowl all set up. It's Chiefs against the 49ers. And yes, why are you hearing Waddle and Sylvie after 6 o'clock? This is uh, part of our new lineup. Small change, but uh, one we think you'll like. Uh, More Carmen and Yurko. They're on for three hours now rather than two. And they are extending till 3 o'clock. We join them at 2.30 each and every day. Today was day one of that. So we start cross-talking with them at 2.30, going all the way till 3. And then uh, we're on till 6.30. Black and Abdallah will join us here in just about 10 minutes from right now. We'll cross-talk with them from about 6.15 till 6.30. So uh, we're on now uh, from 2.30 till 6.30. More of your commute. You'll still get Black and Abdallah. You'll get more Carmen Yurko. I think that's win, win, win. 312 332 Make sure you listen to us any way you can, wherever you go. Whether it's ESPN 1000, 100.3 HD2, you can listen to us there on your FM side of things. If you've got HD radio on your car, just enable that HD uh, quality on your FM radio. It's 100.3. Crystal clear um, that ESPN Chicago app. Download that on your phone or you can watch us on YouTube live. Our channel is ESPN Chicago and make sure you subscribe. And then uh, you can also watch us on Twitch. It's twitch.tv/espn oh, espn1000chicago. All right, let's get to uh, Aki's A list. It's time for Aki's A list from the mind of the man who understands the 4 Ps of Waddle's world. Yeah. Aki's A list. The top questions and topics floating around in Tyler Aki's mind. Are these really the questions that I was called here to answer? Aki's A-List on ESPN Chicago. All right, Tyler, what do you got today?
1: All right, the Lions lost yesterday after being up big at halftime. Got me thinking about what is the worst way to lose? Would you rather lose via a second-half meltdown like we saw yesterday with the Lions, whether it's coaching air, player air, all of it combined, or would you rather lose on a singular kind of iconic
2: play a la the double doink? Oh, boy, like, losing sucks all the way around. Like, whether you're getting blown out, you're pissed at your team because they weren't prepared to play. If you're losing in heartbreaking fashion... Uh, it sucks any way you caught it. But I think, like, blowing the big lead and and losing in, in multiple ways because of player execution, because of coaching decisions, that you were let down on so many different ways. I thought yesterday's line lo- Lions loss was the worst way you – I don't know if that was a, a, a one of the answers you were giving me, but I think yesterday's loss was the ultimate way to lose, was the worst way to lose.
4: Yeah, I agree. I um- agree. Look, if you battle to the end and unfortunately they make a play and they they go on and you go home, but you played well and you were disciplined. and I mean, you're not going to play a perfect game, but it was a well-called game and a well-played game. I think you can live with that more than watching your guys disintegrate in crunch time. Yes. Watching Josh Reynolds drop the football in two really crucial moments of that game. Watching Jameer Gibbs fumble that football and and none of these guys wanna make mistakes. They're not bad guys, but you got to make plays and to watch your team get sent home because of mistakes like that. That's that's got to be hard for a Lions fan.
2: T- Tyler flip it around. Like if you're a sports fan, what is the most exhilarating way to win? And the most exhilarating way to win is the comeback fashion. Like I think we always remember um, all the great comebacks in Chicago sports history. Like in 1992, when the Bulls first clinched on their home floor, they were down 15 points to the Portland Trailblazers. And they came back a- in game six to-, to finish that series off. The Illini, in- to get to the final four at the All-State Arena, what were they down? Uh, 15 with like mm-hmm. four minutes left? You know... It, like, and we always then have the the conversation, was that a great comeback, or was it a great choke and it's both It was a great job by Brock Purdy, but it was a great choke by the lions, so like the way to answer it is that because it was the ultimate choke by the lions. So many areas were let down on the lion's side of things. it was the worst way to lose for a team that has been snake bitten for a lack of success for so many years, and they finally got there, and then you, you lost in the worst way possible. It's sort of like the way my Cubs lost in 2003, where you got, to the, you got to the Final Four, the NLCS, you're up three games to one, and you lose Game 5, you blow Game 6 in the Bartman game, and then you, you, you have a lead in Game 7 at Wrigley, and you lose that one. Those are the ones that kill you the most. They got outscored 27-7 in that game last night. And in the, the second
4: final- half, yeah. yeah. In the second half. I'm sorry. yeah, You're right. Um, and the final score is 34-31. If that game is, is nip and tuck and back and forth, and then at the end the 49ers put together a drive and kick a last-second field goal from the forty, you know, 40 yards out with time expiring and you played a good, clean game, it hurts. It sucks. But you can live with it. To have a twenty-four to seven lead at That's the thing. half, and then get outscored twenty-seven to seven in the second half, and a lot that be the result of player error, player execution. That stings.
2: That one hurts more. And, and then I also believe this: that like last year's win against the Packers was a momentum carrier throughout the off season. I believe this is a momentum killer. And as much as they want to say, "We'll be back." When you don't have a Mahomes, when you don't have a Brady, when you don't have a quarterback that is a generational quarterback, it's not so easy to get back to the same place the very next year when you lose in a heartbreaking fashion.
1: Yeah, I I would agree with that as well. Um, Looking at the other game in the AFC, now Patrick Mahomes, a lot of questions. He, He was going on the road for the first time in a playoff game last week, and then he does it again. He has slayed Josh Allen, and then he went and got Lamar Jackson this time around. Who has the better chance of dethroning Patrick Mahomes first? Is it Lamar or is it Josh Allen?
2: Right. Can, can I go nobody, Joe Burrow? Nobody. Be, I was gonna say. Uh, was, can I go off the board and go Joe Joe Burrow? Sure. Joe Burrow. Healthy, Joe Burrow is the one yes. that has what about been his Herbert tonight? next year too. Um, and and he usually has that instant impact. And like they looked beatable during the regular season, but as like some of the greats do, like Brady has looked beatable during regular seasons as well, and he goes on and he wins, but. I would say that Burrow is sort of the guy, the it guy, that when Burrow is healthy, Burrow has shown you he can go to Kansas City and win. Burrow can go to Buffalo and win. I believe that Burrow, if healthy, is the guy. That's what's been so impressive about what the Chiefs have done,
4: because
1: the AFC is the more potent conference. You could argue there's, what, six or seven quarterbacks that are better than any of the NFC quarterbacks? Yeah, I mean, and, and Patrick Mahomes has had to go through a lot of them to get to where
4: they are. Like, look, the, the, the Lions, I take nothing away from the Lions, but the Lions just got through the Rams and the Bucks to get to the NFC title game. I mean, like, the Kansas City Chiefs are taking a more difficult path. Than, than others are
2: I, I that's what i'm saying like it broke pretty well for the lions yeah. like injury wise uh, playoff uh, opponent wise i don't know if it's just so easy to say we'll be back
1: especially when you're in all likelihood gonna lose your offensive coordinator yes we've, we've seen how that turned out for the eagles so far um <laughs> This one, I've seen my first like fun Super Bowl prop bet. I saw it on on Twitter just a second ago. This is from FanDuel in Canada. They have odds on whether or not Travis Kelsey will propose on the field after the game. Yes, plus 1,200. No, minus 3,500. There's no way. No, no, no way. What is the maximum bet you can make? I haven't seen. It didn't show they're 50 or 100 for for one like that.
4: I was going to say, because, you know, I mean. Throw down 50? I'm intrigued. No, I'm not going to go the other way. way. No, no, no. I was just thinking, like,
2: Travis Kelsey, you know. I well, mean. yeah, the value is to put the bet down. Yeah. But that's, that's off-brand, is that not? I mean, that's not something that I think she would even want. That, that's, that's the, like, she has not sought the attention. She, you know what I'm saying? This is the opposite of everything that she, she shied away from all the publicity. They're not getting my money on that
4: one. To quote my good... Well, to quote a guy that that used to talk to us quite frequently, don't care. (laughs) You can call him your good friend. Oh, yeah, I know. I mean, he may be offended by that, but...
2: No. Not interested. Are you... you, What would you put... uh, I mean, maybe I'll make the play, but I don't think there's any... Well, that's that's a stupid statement by me. I take that back. I'm not making the play because there's zero chance of them proposing. We've seen it done before. Remember Boise State? Yeah, that's the Boise one... State, and that's not that Taylor Swift.
4: I mean, hey, maybe maybe Travis shoots the shot. What if they lose? You think he's going to propose no. to her if in no. fact the 49ers are hoisting? No. Maybe that's I think a thing. It, it
1: has to be done on the field too. Let me. Right. Uh,
2: maybe that's a better time to propose. Proposal must be on field after the game. Like, you mean the world to me, and even in my worst moment of losing no. a Super Bowl, I want you. No. No, that kills the world. Yeah, like so, hey, right where are you
4: guys getting engaged? I'm uh, right.
2: On the field, we lost to San Francisco in last-minute field goal. What, what do the vows say? In sickness and in health, in good times and in bad times? Is that part of the, v- the vows? I, I think like, so. I like it in your
4: hypothetical the person who is was, who was unaware of how Taylor Swift and Tra- Travis Kelsey got engaged.
2: I, I am
1: seeing, I, I did not see the original odds. The original odds were yes, plus 190, no, minus 250, and then within minutes, yeah. it had completely shifted. Yeah, because
2: they were going to bankrupt themselves. I'm going, uh, I'm going, they get engaged overseas this summer. I know Smokey's going to gamble on that back there.
4: No question. He's got a few dollars
2: to put down on that. All right, let, we're going to cross-talk with Bleck and Abdallah. And, uh, again, they start at 6 six fifteen. with us.
0: Coming up next. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Time to crosstalk with Bleck and Abdallah
2: with the new hours. It's brought to you by Steinhoffels, as always, for Chicagoland locations. Newest one in Harwood Heights. Boys, what's going on? What's up? What's up, guys? What's going on? More crosstalk, more better. Yes. Uh, yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Still have Absolutely. a
4: uh, championship Sunday buzz working? Of course. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Course. I mean, when you only have three football games left in the year, like Kinda you really sad. have to it savor is. those yeah. last two uh, conference championship games. It, it's one of the best days of football. I know that the debate throughout the playoffs, which day is the best day. I like all the days I have football yeah. in them. Uh, football days are better than non yeah. football days. So I, I thought it was great. I thought the games were fun. The Lions total choke job. Uh, I don't feel for you. Uh, Your city and your teams usually stink, and then that's what you have to deal with.
4: I mean, (laughs) that was a take that. Well, listen, I'm a
3: a Chicago sports fan. I I don't appreciate all this uh, sappy love for the Lions. Guess what? You're losers. You lost. I was, and here's the key. The key is it's up to Ryan Poles, Matt Eberflus, and the Chicago Bears to make this be their only run. Yeah. The Lions. Nice story this year. You're done. You're right, done. like The, the key here be. is the Bears need to step in and put an end to this yeah, you before know why this done, turns right? into...
5: the Packers are going next year. Well, who, <laughs> Whatever what is. <laughs> it is, it's done. up to the teams I mean, in the, the we we'll wait
3: until
2: the Vikings get healthy, too. <laughs> like oh, yeah. I don't, I, the,
3: the story was fine this year. I don't want this story for the next five years. Of they'll, the Lions they'll still be decent,
2: the, but they're not going to get the breaks they got this year and to it, go back.
3: It's up to our Bears to put a stop to it because... If you think back, and, and I know you guys may have thought of it when you were watching the game yesterday, 49ers coming back, this Bears team had the Lions in two games.
4: One they finished, one they didn't. The Bears are better against the Lions in two games this year. You know, I wondered, like, if we would ever touch on that. This is the first time all day, and I wondered whether or not somebody would say it or say, do you know what, whenever I feel that way, and I say, yeah, the Bears are a good matchup for this team. Then I realize the Bears suck against Green Bay. So it's almost <laughs> like, matchup. yeah, we really do match up well with the Lions for some reason. And the but Vikings. That, and the, somewhat. Yeah, the Vikings. And then the team up north is like, no, not so much. Well, Tom, tomorrow we'll figure out the Packers. Okay. The key here is, is just
3: to kick the we, Lions when yeah. they're down. Yeah. Will we like,
4: figure out the Packers tomorrow? Yeah, it's
2: going to take I, longer than yeah, that. Yeah,
3: right. We'll need more than a day. <laughs> Uh, Ten in a row that. right now, but I, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't feel bad you know for what them. Chris, you, you're the,
4: only, the only. Th- I'm with you there. Like I'm not shedding any tears for them, but I don't think they're going away. Now, I'd, probably maybe not. they won't have the same season this next year they had this year. Their coach is really good. Like I think yeah. we all like Dan Campbell, Brad Holmes. Their GM has done a mm-hmm. really nice job building their team. Now it's up to them cool. to mix and match Look at and what do other stuff to the
5: Eagles when they're offensive coordinator.
2: that's true, playing. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Nine, but, and nine and eight next
4: year. Well, look at you what know, the Houston Texans did with a new coordinator. Look at other teams. That, I yeah. mean, like it. But Dan
3: Campbell's not wrong. What he told his team is that this mm-hmm. might be the only yeah. chance for many of us to get to this point. Like that, it does happen that way no in doubt. the NFL. Not everyone can put together sustained runs where you get multiple attempts. And like, Unless just you're look the 49ers at, or the Chiefs. Just look at Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. I mean, for the last four seasons, In the preseason, we have suggested that they could be a Super Bowl contending team.
2: And they keep falling short.
3: It's no guarantee that you can get it done.
2: And the thing about what you said, Waddle, is you've got the special nature of the 49ers with their coach in Shanahan. And you've got the special nature in the quarterback in in Mahomes. What's the special nature in Detroit?
4: Uh, I would say that they are... They don't have the quarterback or the head coach, but they've got quality
5: in I their building. Know. I think they've got the quarterback. I'm done, I'm done crapping on Goff. Oh, like, no like, offensive and no, defensive he's, line he's, play, is he's, that it? No, but he's, he's, right, he's, a, not, he's, a, not, he's not bad. But he's, he's like he, 11, 12... Okay, but, but he's that, better that's than special. Any, he's better than anything we've ever had.
2: But, but, but I'm not talking about us. I'm talking about staying at NFC Championship weekend yeah. level. Yeah. That, I'm, I'm not talking about being a 10-win team, a 9-win team. I'm talking about getting, being a perennial contender.
4: I think if they get the right guy to call plays next year, like you could see them offensively do some of
5: the same yeah. stuff. I think if you have a top 11 or 12 quarterback, like we talk about Dak every year. You know, is he a top ten quarterback or not? Some years he is, some years he's not. He's like the guy that's like on the the edge. Yeah, I feel like Jared Goff's a guy that you can be a consistent winner with. Are you going to get to the Super Bowl, or the NFC Championship game every year? No, of course not, but they're going to be in the if Jared Goff is there, if they sign him, they are going to be in the mix every single Think year. Think about what the Chiefs do every year. So I just looking at and I know the the Dolphins have
4: I know the Dolphins had some <laughs> some crazy injuries. Yeah. But to get to the Super Bowl The Kansas City Chiefs beat the Dolphins, then went to Buffalo, and then had to go to a team that we all were talking about was historically good with regard regard to their defense, and beat
5: them all. You know how much I love DVOA, right? Yes. Uh, If the the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, this will be, in DVOA history, which goes back to 81, this will be the toughest route to a
2: Super Bowl of any team ever. Right. For the Chiefs.
5: And this was their down year. Down year.
2: Yeah. Shows you that, and that's the true greatness. Yeah. I'm done betting against them. Oh, i yeah. I
5: mean, a lot of people
2: it. have said that today. Not, I've heard I'm that
5: a lot. Done. I already bet on the money line. They're, I looked, they're 30 and eight, or Andy Reid is 30 and eight off a of bye, including the playoffs. It, look at this, too. Like, this, I went back to last year. Division round, okay.
4: They were home. They went through Jacksonville. Jacksonville yeah. had a good year. Then they played Cincinnati with mm-hmm. Joe Burrow. And then they beat Philadelphia. It's like, the Chiefs are just, come on, who wants it? Like Detroit can't, or uh, the 49ers had to go through the Detroit Lions to get there. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They had to go through an upstart Green Bay Packers through the team. The NFC North team. Yeah. The
2: NFC North.
4: Like, to what, what you have to do to get there in the NFC is entirely yes. different than what you have to get through to get there in the AFC.
3: It's wide open. Yeah. I mean, that's also why on Friday I said to you guys that my head is telling me Gamble on the Ravens. But I know when I sit down, I'm going to see Mahomes in uniform, getting ready. You made a and I'm going to have to go with the heart. And, and I did do that. I, I, oh, gam- really? I took the you. Chiefs. I wish I could uh, but like, But like it's, it doesn't make sense to how they're able to sustain this. When you guys are right, it's supposed to be a down year. But essentially, if you have the best quarterback in football, you have the best coach, and you have a Hall of Fame player on the offensive side and Travis Kelsey that can just dominate a game, 11 now, receptions, Chris, got a, a touchdown. And their defense is good. And that's why that was something we were talking about. What was it in, like, October, Abdal? Mm-hmm. We, we do our five up and five down on the show throughout every single week of the season. And in the middle point of the season, no one was talking about the Chiefs. And both Abdal and I were like, isn't it strange their their defense is actually really good now
2: yeah it's better like, than their like, offense yeah
3: I think we should give them a little credit because their defense is actually leading the way mm-hmm. and boom Wait till Mooney gets
2: there next year Chris
3: okay. T- into
4: another Super Bowl to your point in the <laughs> middle of this crazy. season this year okay they went to Denver and got got beat handily twenty four to nine they beat miami twenty one to fourteen then they lost to Philly. They beat Vegas, then they lost to Green Bay
2: and Buffalo. So there was a stretch there where they lost four out of six games. Yeah. It's when Kelsey went through that mid season slump and it was I think he was hurt, wasn't it? Yeah. Mainly because he had yeah. wasn't he playing with bad legs? Didn't he play through leg injuries well, I mean, most you know, of the we, year? When did, an the, ankle, uh, when did wow. the
3: swiftiness? Yeah, we when did, maybe That had, started maybe, early. Maybe he had the weak, weak legs. legs. I mean, you know, she, was remember
2: early, she wasn't
3: she was on tour anymore. There's a yeah. lot that could take place. Uh-huh. Remember
2: this. First, it was <laughs> when she showed up, he had better games. <laughs> yes. And then he had worse games when well, she yeah. didn't. Yeah, then, we all know how and that goes. And yeah, then he got in a slump. And then everyone started blaming her. Yeah. And then now all of a sudden he's back to just being great again. Yeah. Just totally yeah, she's playing. You know
5: why she's probably been rehearsing again? She's got a tour coming up. She's probably not uh, not around oh, as much. Oh, so you
2: are. You you are a little extra
5: pep in his step is yeah. that what you're
2: saying? Oh, I mean, saying he's got a little more pent-up aggression maybe. He's saying he's getting less action. Oh. Uh, Though <laughs> the old Rocky thing. Yeah. Yeah. On. Yeah, of
3: course. It's proven. Science. Nah. Oh, no, so no waddle, no,
2: no science. If she
3: I don't makes it, no, no, proves no, I, that. No, I saw the sports science episode on this no, yeah, on the SPN so. back in think the
2: day. I do so. Graphics yeah, and everything. Yeah. They had the little guy <laughs> had the out there. They the spray charts, right? Is there a DVOA for this? Spray charts. Very good. Very good. Very good. <laughs> That's, That's gross. gross.
5: It's a so great if she episode. she makes it in. On Saturday night, does he say stay stay
2: at a different hotel? Well, I think they have to. I don't think these spouses are allowed in the team hotel think, the night before yeah, the Super Bowl. I, I don't think they that not? they're together. No. no.
5: What difference is that? I think mean? the family
3: stays somewhere else. Man. You got to big yeah. game. Yeah,
4: come on, you man. Game. You got to be You yeah. have plenty of time to do whatever it is yeah, you want
5: to do. The Chiefs, this is their fourth trip. What are yeah. they worried about? So they got you down, never they know, know when you're going
4: to go back, Adam. They're going to be back next year. Yeah. They're going to be back next year. Oh, you know they're going to be even better next year because they're going to address their wide receiver position. Yeah.
2: yeah. That's what I said about Mooney. <laughs> He's going to be gets great chief. He's going to be a great chief. Him and Rasheed Rice, <laughs> Kelsey, oh, double 1,000 yard receivers.
5: Just hope that.
4: uh, By the way, like remember this time I heard you. You know the good kid was talking about this last year. Don't be surprised when they were talking about Andy. I was just gonna
5: say. I was gonna say. There's chatter.
4: No, come on.
5: Andy, did you did you hear Greeny last week?
3: Yeah, Greeny did. Greeny was going through. He was going. He was talking about
5: Belichick and why he doesn't have a job yet. And he said, maybe he was waiting for the Cowboys. No. Maybe he's waiting Let for the Giants job. Let me ask you what, 60,
4: 62? He just goes, I oh, keep Andy. hearing that Kansas maybe. City could be open. Yeah, okay, but I, if you're Andy Reid.
5: Doesn't matter. You
4: have the opportunity 65. to win. 65. That's a young keep number going. in the... You've got five more years to win five more. You don't walk away from Patrick Mahomes, Chris. Twenty twenty
5: four is the year of legends walking away. Just, just wait for it. There are
2: more icicles on the mustache in the future. There might be
5: walk away from Patrick Mahomes. Turn things over to. I mean, listen. If he wins back to back Super Bowls. How, what better way to go out than to be you like, win, three on, you win three or four no, more? Yeah. I mean, come on. Well, go you're going to go out after
2: you lose? If you win, why not? All right. Thank you to Ron Rivera. Good stuff. If you missed that, a lot of Bears conversation in there. Uh, Montez Sweat, the new Bears D.C., Eric Washington, he talked about talked about talked a lot about going for it, too, on fourth down. As his nickname was Riverboat Ron. Talked about what Dan Campbell's dealing with today. Get that on the ESPN Chicago app. Thank you to Meller. Thank you to Tyler. We've got Black and Abdallah coming up next for Waddle. I'm Sylvie. It's ESPN 1000. Have yourself a great Monday night.
0: Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports.
3: Welcome, weeknight 6.30 to 8, right here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. If you want to join the conversation, you can call us at 312-332-3776. Saw the uh, football yesterday, Abdul, and the one thing I kept coming to in my mind was this. Now, I, I know some of our listeners might be a little bit younger than we are. Uh, we grew up in the 90s. Uh, we were Chicago Bulls fans, and we saw this in real time. But I'm guessing many people who are of a younger generation, over the course of the last couple of years, were able to watch the last dance on ESPN. The documentary featured the Chicago Bulls, their last run in 1998. And really, the documentary gave a span of the entire uh, career for Jordan, the Bulls, their, their uh, chase for championships, what they accomplished, and everything that took place in between before the end in 1998. I'm watching the game yesterday. And Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey reminded me of those big games with Michael Jordan and Scotty Pippen where the Bulls were perhaps up against a younger, more talented, uh, a higher seed team, a team that has home court. And it didn't matter because Michael and Scotty would look at each other and they would play lockdown defense and they would just suffocate a team with their know-how to be champions. It, it was something that was a marvel to see as Jordan and Pippen got into their older years in Bulls uniforms because it was essentially like, not only are we better than you, we're better winners, but we also are going to outsmart you in, in able to... Eliminate whatever you're bringing to the table. So, if it were the Utah Jazz teams, uh, I remember the Orlando Magic teams uh, of that mid '90s run. They were really good. They made a finals. They had Shaq. They had Penny. The, you know, right? Like Horace Grant went went to that team, and it was Michael and Scotty coming together. And no matter what, they found a way to get it done. And watching yesterday, Mahomes and Kelsey in the first quarter go on those two long drives. The first drive, 10 plays, 86 yards, results in a touchdown. Five minutes, 45 seconds off the clock. Second drive, 16 plays, 75 yards, nine minutes come off the clock, 14 points. Now, the Ravens scored on their first possession as well. And that second drive for the Chiefs was an answer to the original score from the Ravens that was like, okay, you want to go back and forth? Here you go, 16 plays. 75 yards, nine minutes off the clock because my quarterback, Mandy Reed, looking at Patrick Mahomes, he's the best. He's going to control the game. And how about Travis Kelsey yesterday? 11 receptions, 116 yards, that beautiful catch in the end zone. I mean, it felt like we were watching the football version of Michael and Scotty come together and just completely take over the game from the start that's what I felt I was watching yesterday with the Kansas City Chiefs
5: well yeah and when you look back on it too and like everything we know from the last dance with Michael and then you know you start the pregame stuff and you see Justin Tucker out there trying to mess with them a little bit by warming up you know in their area where they're trying to warm up like don't don't poke the bear man what are you doing like any excuse for them to get an edge and they're going to use it and that's exactly and i'm not saying that patrick mahomes was affected by a kicker now justin tucker is one of the best kickers ever but still like any little edge that they needed and again they're underdogs right they were a four point dog yesterday they're underdogs in the super bowl doesn't matter it's crazy patrick mahomes is 11-1 and 1 against the spread as an underdog including 10 and 3 straight up like they look at that don't trust me they know they know that they're going in on the road. People were saying going into this season or this postseason, well, now they're going to have to go on the road. They've always been at home. They've never won on the road in the playoffs in a true road playoff game before the Super Bowl is a neutral site, so it doesn't count. So, And then they saw that, and, of course, they, they read into it, and they said, hey, now you're going think, to think that we can't do this? Okay, we're going to go through and we're going to beat the best teams. We're going to beat the Bills. We're going to beat the Ravens. And now guess what? We have to go to the Super Bowl. And we're going to beat the 49ers. Like, I don't, they're they're a dog again for now. They're a one-point dog as it is right now. It opened at two and a half. But of course they know. Of course they think that people, now, it may change by the time we get to game time because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people are going to think like I do and say, I had a Ravens future, so I didn't bet against the Chiefs I just, in that specific game. I just said, hey, I went with our guy Fat Jack that said, hey, Get, take the Ravens this year to make the Super Bowl, and they got very close. So I wasn't rooting, like, against them. Once it got to the point, I live at the Chiefs, and I was all in on the Chiefs because you just, every time a big play needed to be made, they had that, I believe it was third or fourth down to Kelsey, and he's scrambling and scrambling and scrambling and scrambling, and, and just finally found Kelsey, and Kelsey dives. It's like, all right. Now, it's incredible, like, man. It's ridiculous. Like, that's Jordan switching hands. Like, you're just like, okay, but all like, but right. like, like it, was, bo- it was both fair. of them. It yeah. was Travis Kelsey, of Hall
3: of Famer, yeah. one of the best tight ends to ever play the position, and it was Patrick Mahomes, who we are seeing the best quarterback we've ever seen play the position in real time, do things to take the soul out of a team that had home field advantage, that was the favorite, and also is the, quote, new best team on the block. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what the Baltimore Ravens were this season. We talked about all the stats leading into this game. The Baltimore Ravens were supposed to be one of the all-time great teams based on what they've done to this point this season. And it didn't matter because Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey were on the other side. Abdallah pointing out that, that, that play where there's scrambling, keeping the play alive, and then the bailout. And Travis Kelsey making a hell of a catch. Like, how many times did the two of them link up to just keep the chains moving, Mm -hmm. keep the progression going down the field, and keep possession? And it really was uh, really cool to watch. It was really cool to see because it's, like, here's the thing. Tom Brady has accomplished the most in pro football. He's the best winner we've seen in an NFL uniform. Yeah. I've never seen someone play the position like Patrick Mahomes before.
5: Well, I think if you look at Brady, to his first couple rings, very defensive teams, right? Like, I know the Chiefs defense is very good, and they limited Lamar and what the Ravens could do, but this is all Mahomes. Like, this is all him. Brady was there for the championships. I'm not saying he didn't have a hand in them, but those were primarily focused on running the ball and defense for those first few rings. I mean if you look at the stats between the two quarterbacks, Tom Brady and Mahomes in their first 6 years, Mahomes has better numbers. He doesn't have as many rings and he may get to there get there at some point, but he doesn't have he has better numbers than Brady does in his first 6 years. Yeah. No doubt. He,
3: he's the most talented quarterback that I've ever seen play the position. Whether or not he'll win to the same level that Brady was able to throughout his entire career, mm-hmm. it's, it's for us to f- see for the next 15 years. But to this point, he is the best that we've ever seen play the position. Yeah, It's not Dan Marino. It's not Aaron Rodgers. It's not Tom Brady Payton or Peyton Manning. Manning. No. I mean, we can go through the list. Mahomes is playing peak quarterback that we've never seen before and that's why seeing what they're able to do to get to the uh super bowl is pretty cool on the other side of things like i don't feel bad for lions fans uh we're we're in a city currently with a team with a bunch of teams that haven't won in a while and detroit fans have been in that same situation you've had a dream season It just this isn't your year it was a pretty damn good year mm-hmm. it just wasn't your year and and i'm not gonna sit here and tell you that i'm a a fake lions fan for the next couple of weeks, just to support them i as a bears fan i'm glad that their story is over i'm, yeah. I'm glad it's over in the 49ers and the super Bowl
5: yeah I, I was I was only rooting against them because my money was on the 49ers lost that because they couldn't stop you know uh they were basically prevent and let them score or whatever it is um, but I will say this the other side of it is the 49ers and whether you think Brock Purdy is a system quarterback and just a product of what Shanahan creates on that offense, and they do have Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel and George Kittle. When he needed to make throws, he made them. right? Like when they needed to come, they needed to come from behind, and that, to me, in that specific game is not just a system quarterback. When you need to make up that ground in an NFC championship game, when you, are, when you have everything on the line to go to the Super Bowl, that's not a system quarterback in that moment. he took that game over in the second half, and he made every throw that Kyle Shanahan asked him to make and He played a great game in the second half, and the defense locked down the lions they couldn't do anything they they had that garbage seven point touchdown or uh, touchdown at the end of the game, and that was it. It was all their defense, which has been great and it's it was Brock Purdy making plays when they needed to. Christian McCaffrey running his ass off out there. I mean, he had a great game too, but everything they 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 made the adjustments in the second half and twice now. They've first of all, they never come back from a deficit. I think it was like 11 points or 10 or 12 points or something like that or greater and they did it. In the uh, divisional round and yesterday, down as much as they were. they ne- Shanahan had never come back from that deficit before. They did it again against the Lions. So, whatever it is, system, Brock Purdy, doesn't matter. It worked. They're going to the Super
3: Bowl. Well, I mean, his, his scrambling ability really changed the game. He ran the football five times for 48 yards. Mm-hmm. Game changer. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, his ability to break tackles, game changer. And what we saw in the, the third quarter, scoring 17 points after halftime, being down 24-7, to I mean, they they flipped the game immediately. And once it was all even and the game was tied again, the Lions seemed unsure of themselves. Like, it was in slow motion happening where it was obvious that they were just going to let the game slip away. Mm -hmm. Like, even though they had opportunities at the end to continue driving down the field to score, to then get another chance and then have the onside kick, like, at no point after what? five minutes left in the fourth quarter. It was like the four Niners are going to win this game. Yeah. They have control. Their defense is playing great. And it's just not going to go the way of the lions, which it, it, it sucks for them because you had the perfect half like that. Like that was the thing is like you started that first quarter and it could not have been more perfect the way that game started.
5: Oh yeah, for
3: sure. <laughs> and you let and, it slip well, away. Here's the
5: thing too, with everybody going after Dan Campbell, um, for going for it a lot on fourth down. I think that now he didn't completely cost them yesterday's game with those decisions. It was, uh, it, you know, the 49ers were playing great. They stopped the Lions whenever they needed to uh, in the second half. That wasn't all on him. But now we've seen it twice this season where Dan Campbell has gone from, oh, everybody loves him. All the analytics people love him because he goes for it all the time to being what I consider reckless. With it. it happened against the Cowboys, remember? Against the Cowboys, yep. you went for it, it mm-hmm. didn't work. You went for it again, you got penalized, you moved back, and you still didn't kick. Dude, just kick. You should have
3: kicked it just in that kick. situation.
5: And there were a couple situations here where he's calling timeouts where because he had to run the ball instead of throwing it. There, should, there were opportunities there where you should have kicked it instead of going for it. Like There's a point where going for it every single time can be your identity, but there's a point where it becomes reckless. And in two games now for the Lions this year, one against the Cowboys, and then yesterday, Dan Campbell became reckless by going for it too many times in a row. It's who he is. It's who they want to be, though. Yeah, but good coaches adjust. You can be the guy that goes for it a lot, but you also have to understand the situation. And if the situation doesn't call for it, you don't go for
3: it. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. It's blocking Abdallah.
0: You're listening to Black and Abdallah, ESPN Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitter at ESPN 1000. This is Black and Abdallah on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago.
3: Of dogs talking to you at 312 332 3776. Kevin in Oakbrook, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Kevin? Hey, guys, great show! Thanks, great man. Fan. Having a great night. Yeah, you know what? I really liked your Jordan Pippen analogy to Mahomes and Kelsey. I literally had like the mind-blowing, mind-blown meme going over my head when you said it. But then when you guys were talking about Dan Campbell, it got me thinking about Doug Collins. Is he <laughs> too like out there wacky, like, do they need, like, a Phil Jackson? And I know the NBA is different than the NFL, but yeah. um, do they need to make a quick switch and get, like, a Belichick? Or I don't know, anybody else, but just get him over, the, over the, the finish line. I'll, I'll, I'll hang up and listen. Thanks, guys. Thanks Kevin. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks for the phone call.
5: I don't think so. Like, I think coaches, and I've said this about Matt Eberflus and the way he handles his timeouts and, you know, end-of-half situations. I think coaches can learn on the job. And I feel like this is should the Lions get back and especially for next season, like your identity can't just be we just go for it all the time. Like I saw someone someone tweeted this, I forget who it was, so I can't give them credit. But like Just steal it. I'm going to, but yeah, I, it's, it's not my original it's median thought. It's media in 2024. It's not my original thought. This is Aggregated. Adam Abdullah's original thought. No, original thought This is Abdallah's original thought. It's not my original thought. This is a breaking thought. report from is Adam Abdallah. thought. You want the breaking news, No, 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 This no, no, is no, no, your original no, no, no. It's Dan Campbell doesn't use <laughs> the analytics every time. Dan Campbell goes for it because he wants teams to pee themselves. Like, he wants to freak teams out because teams get freaked out when you go for it. Like, teams aren't used to it. Like, you get that third down stop, and yeah. everybody's like, everybody holds up the fist because yeah, they got the stop. And they're the ready to walk off. And they're yeah. like, oh, crap. You, what? They're going for it? Right? And now in today's NFL, people go for it so much that, like, you just assume if you're on the opponent's side of the 50 and it's fourth and less, a yard or less, you're just going to go for it. Or sometimes two yards, you're just going to go for it. But he is just reckless at times. I think that he needs to rein it in a little bit and trust the numbers a little more and look at in game situations. Like, in game situations, like at the end of the, the second half, Right, instead of kicking, go for it. Right, you're up big. If you go up twenty eight instead of twenty four, like you, that's a much wider margin as far as scores go. And if you don't get it, you get the ball at the to come back. So like, it's not the end of the world, right?
3: I would throw this out there too. I saw here. I'm going to give credit to where I saw this. Kevin Seifer from ESPN. He had this uh, tweet about eight hours ago. He said, it's kind of wild how people talk about Dan Campbell and the should have taken the points last night. Those kicks were hardly automatic. Uh, The Lions kicker, what, Bagley? Uh, He's 50% in his career, 7 for 14, outdoors from 45 to 49 yards per ESPN Stats and Info, and he hasn't made one since the 2020 season. So their kicker, outdoors from 45 to 49 yards away, Hasn't made a kick since 2020 and is 50% in his career. You know, I mean, the Lions play indoors. They mm-hmm. play a lot of dome games based on the other teams and then the line, the yeah. Vikings in the division. Uh-huh. But so when you look at it from that scope. Get a better kicker. Well, that that is true. You probably need a better kicker. But in the situation that they were in yesterday, were those difficult January kicking conditions no. in San Francisco? No, no.
5: Right, it wasn't. It was nice outside. I was being sarcastic. Like It's, it's
3: not. Yeah. It was nice weather yesterday in San Francisco. Um, but maybe that played into it. He knows his kicker outdoors from distance is only 50%. We'll get a and bit at, of that, at that point, you like, go for it.
5: Like if you're, if you at are, that point, the numbers agree. Go for it. Yeah, I think they the one they need to upgrade their kicker if that's the case. But like, I just think that he's. everybody loves him because he's aggressive until it doesn't work. And yesterday and the Cowboys game were perfect examples of when it doesn't work and people turn on you. And you need to figure out what your identity is. Your identity should be a smart football team. And going for it multiple times and it keeps not working and the odds say you shouldn't go for it or the odds say you should go for it and you don't, like at the end of the second half or the first half, I mean, then you need to be a smarter football team. And I think he can learn from the experience. To answer the caller's question, no, I don't think they need a smarter coach. I think he just needs to learn on the job. And being in the NFC Championship game is a pretty good learning experience for a young team like this team is. Let's see. The downs, the first one that took
3: place in the third quarter. uh, Let's see. San Francisco, fourth and two from the twenty-eight. That would have been roughly, what, a 40, uh, around a 41-yard yeah. field goal. Because, right, it's like add 13 yards yeah. to it is, mm-hmm. is loosely what they kind of do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're looking at 41. And the other one uh, that they uh, later in the uh, fourth quarter, uh, the attempt would have been from, like, 52. Because it was 4th and 3 from the San Francisco third. That one's a little iffy. 41 yards, you should be able to hit that. So you should have kicked the first one. The second one, though, that would have been a 52-yard field goal. I mean, but... And he knows that his guy is 50% from
5: that distance. Butterfly effect, what happens if he makes the first one and they kick off instead of turning the ball over oh, on downs. If you make the first one, you got to tie ball game, right? Yeah.
3: Because then you, you end, the final score is 34-34. Exactly. See, so the three points are missing yeah. here. So, so uh, yeah. Flowers in Vegas listening on the ESPN Chicago app. What's up, Flowers?
1: What's going on, fellas? So, i got a question. Yeah. It's about it's, – it's, it's pertaining to the Chiefs a little bit, but it's, it's about greatness fatigue. And I think that I've matured through, the, through my years of being a sports fan and just, the, you know, a human being – period, but I used to really, really hate on, you know, certain teams and certain players being great. And I don't know if it was because, uh, for example, the Heat and LeBron and the Cavs have knocked out my Bulls. But, you know, do you ever get greatness fatigue if it's not like a team that's, you know, steady eliminating your your favorite team or your hometown team? Sure, And, you know, I... Do you think you you guys will ever have that with uh, the Chiefs, or do you think you just kind of gotten to a point in life where you just appreciate good teams and good good games and, and good players?
3: Fantastic question, Flowers. We will answer that in two minutes.
0: Chicago's home for sports. Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago.